assistance and and I want to, and, and I don't know if some of you all can see it. If you can't see the two marks, you can stand up. But his first mark was here. And then with the running start, he went even further and was here. And I forgot to bring my tape measure, but if I had my tape measure, I'd measure and see. Now, why was his last jump so much farther than his first jump? And, and he had a running start. And what did that running start get him? More momentum and more momentum. distance. And because he had momentum, it enabled him to go further. Yes. And so what I want to talk to you about on today, I want to talk about the law of momentum. Can you say that with me? The law of momentum. Hallelujah. Lord God, we ask that uh, as we share this word with your people, help us, oh God, to be able to grasp and to uh, fully comprehend uh, some of the things that have been hindering us from going as far as we should have gone in life. And Lord, help us to uh, tap into the law of momentum uh, so that uh, as we've been saying and praying and singing that this can really be our season. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As I said, we're going to talk about the law of momentum. And, and, and I've heard this uh, talked about in other contexts and uh, in the context of motivation, in the context of uh, sales. And, and, but I'm not talking about the law of momentum in any of those contexts on today. But I want to talk about the law of momentum in a spiritual context. And uh, when we think of the law of momentum, when an archer, any of you all ever had the opportunity to do any archery? When, when, when you do archery, if an archer wants to shoot an arrow and, 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 and get distance uh, with that arrow, he can't just put the arrow in the bow and hold it like this, stationary, and expect it to go anywhere, can he? He's going to have to do what? He's going to have to draw that bow, amen, in order so that uh, the force of the draw and the further back he goes, the further that arrow is going to go when it's released, amen, from his bow. That draw and release is giving momentum to that arrow. Let's talk about momentum in another context, amen. Uh, some of you have seen movies where there's an angry mob and uh, they want to get to somebody that's behind a locked door and uh, the, door the door substantial is locked and they want to get to them, and they decide that they're going to use a battering ram. And they're going to break that door down. Well, when an angry mob wants to force open a castle door with a battering ram, they can't take the battering ram and stand against the door and think that it's going to give to them. But what do they do? They step. 
momentum and the force, and uh, maybe not the first time, maybe it might take a couple of times, but if they're persistent, that door is going to come down. Talking about the law of momentum. Now, we've talked about the fact they all in some way, amen, have to move back in order to gain momentum. And what are you moving back for? You're moving back, amen, you're stepping back, amen, moving back so that you can get in motion. And the faster your motion and the mass that you have, the more momentum you have. So we're talking about the law of momentum. And without momentum, the jumper can't jump very far. The arrow won't shoot. The castle door won't open. And what is true in the physical realm is also true in the spiritual realm. As I said, we're talking about it from a spiritual standpoint. And uh, so uh, if you're going to have breakthroughs, how many, how many want to see a breakthrough this year? Amen. If you're going to have breakthroughs in the physical realm, amen, you need then physical momentum. If you're going to have breakthroughs in the spiritual realm, you're going to need Spiritual momentum. Amen. Real simple, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Trying to keep it simple today. Real simple. You, you, you're going to need momentum. Amen. Even churches uh, suffer from a lack of momentum. And it seems like the same old, same old is going on. Amen. And, and sometimes people are complaining. But I've heard it said that, amen, if you want to see a different result, you've got to do something that's different. You can't keep doing the same thing and expect to get a different result. So we want to see, and and, and one of the things that I believe is that I believe first spiritual and then natural. Anybody listening to me? I believe that what we see manifested, especially for the believer, uh, what we see manifested in the physical world is a direct expression of what's going on in the, in the spiritual world. In the spiritual world. Uh, an example, uh, I think about Daniel when he uh, was interceding and praying for Israel. And uh, he had went on, I believe, a 21-day fast. And uh, he was fasting and praying and he was looking for a breakthrough uh, for his people. And there were some things he was seeking God about personally. And uh, I believe it was about the 21st day. And uh, an angel appeared to Daniel. And what the angel said was, on the first day that you prayed, I was dispatched with an answer. But he said, but uh, uh, an angelic or a demonic spirit, amen, uh, 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 attacked and, 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 and I got into battle and I had to battle this uh, uh, spirit that tried to prevent the answer from getting to you. And finally, God sent uh, the, the, the warring angel, Michael. He sent him, amen, uh, to assist me. And now I'm come to you with uh, the answer to your prayers. But look at it. He said, but I was dispatched the first day that you prayed. 
Many times I think that uh, 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 things that are going on in our physical world are a direct, have, have a direct bearing on what's happening in the spiritual world. A direct bearing. And uh, I believe that uh, that's why prayer is important. I believe that's why our spiritual disciplines, amen, are important, amen, uh, because uh, I hear uh, Jesus say, what you bind on the earth is bound in heaven. What you loose on the earth is loosed in heaven, amen. The law of momentum will work for those that are working. Now, as we're talking about uh, the law of momentum, how do you translate a physical law into a spiritual, into the spiritual realm. Amen. How do you translate a physical law? You all saw with your own eyes that he got a lot further when he had momentum. How can we get a lot further in our personal lives, in our spiritual lives? How do we tap uh, and, and translate physical momentum into the spiritual realm so that we can tap into the law of momentum. Well, that's what I want to talk about today. Amen. In order to build physical, uh, in order to build physical momentum, we're going to compare natural with spiritual. In order to build physical momentum, you need continuous, constant, or rather continuous, consistent motion. I want you to say that with me. In order to build, order to build physical, momentum, physical momentum, you need, you need continuous, continuous, consistent, consistent motion. motion. So if you think you're going to get something by doing nothing, I hate to bust your bubble, but it don't work like that. That's physical momentum in the physical realm. You need to build, uh, or you need continuous. What does continuous mean? Without stopping. Consistent. Again, it's talking about continuous means it's going on all the time. Amen. Uh, consistent. Uh, you know, not I'll do it today because I feel like it today and then uh, tomorrow I won't feel like it so I ain't going to do it. That's not going to build momentum. Amen. You need continuous, consistent motion in order uh, to build physical momentum. So uh, if it is like that in the physical world, I believe it's like that in the spiritual world as well. And I got a few scriptures I'll share with you. 1 Corinthians 9, amen, beginning at the 24th verse, the New King James Version, it says, Do you not know that those who run in a race all, all run, but one receives the prize? Then, amen, the Apostle Paul says, run in such a way that you may obtain it. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, you know, I know some people that they say, oh, I like the competition. Oh, I like to compete. I like to compete. Well, you know, competing is all right, but man, wouldn't we want to win every once in a while? Yeah. I don't want to just compete, 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 and never win. 
Amen. I'm in it to win it. Amen. Are you in life? Or, amen. Are you, are you in it to win it? Well, then the word of God says, do you not know that those who run in the race all run? But one receives the prize. Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. In other words, if you're going to win in life, you can't be reckless. You can't be undisciplined. I'm talking, amen, uh, and, and I'm hoping some of the young people, if you can gain and, and glean some of the, the truths that we're talking about here today. Uh, everyone who competes for the prize is temperate. In other words, uh, 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 if you're going to be uh, 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 in shape, in competition shape, uh, you, you can't do everything or anything, amen, and compete successfully. They're temperate in all things. Now, they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Amen. As we're talking and comparing natural to spiritual, think about the tremendous sacrifices that, 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 that individuals make and sometimes that parents make uh, for their children to be able to compete in various sports. I know of uh, parents that spend hundreds or, or thousands, rather, of dollars on their kids so that their kids can compete, uh, whether it's soccer or hockey or football or, uh, 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 you know, basketball camps. Not only do they uh, spend thousands of dollars, but they devote uh, uh, hours and hours of time. Amen. Taking them uh, to, to, to this meet and uh, to this practice. And amen. I think about some of the figure, figure skaters. Some of those figure skaters, in, in order to train under a specific coach, they leave home and stay, amen, with strangers. And, and their parents pay tuition all so that their child. Uh, can become more proficient in a sport called ice skating. Stop and think about that. Do you not know those who run in the race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. They do it to obtain a perishable crown. But we for an imperishable crown. And uh, when I made mention of some of the sacrifices that parents make for their, for their kids. The money that's spent. The time uh, that's invested. And for some of them, all they're going to get. Uh, if, they, if they're good enough to compete on an Olympic level. All they're going to get is a. Is, is, a, is a, uh, a plated metal. All they're going to get is a ribbon. All they're going to get is uh, a certain amount of recognition uh, in the world. But what about their souls? Investing all of that time, resource, and money for a crown that is perishable. 
And then uh, the writer says, but we for an imperishable crown. The, the type of momentum that I'm talking to you about is not something uh, that's going to rust and get old. The type of momentum that I'm talking about is a momentum that hopefully will carry you successfully through life and into eternity. Yeah. I'm talking about a crown that is imperishable. You all with me? Amen. Talking about the law of momentum. Amen. So, so Paul says, therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I preach to others, I myself should become disqualified or become a castaway. Amen. Paul said, therefore I run, but not with uncertainty. In other words, amen, it's going to take momentum to accomplish, amen, what God put you on the earth to do. And, and, and you can't run any kind of way. You, and and, when I'm, and the, the race I'm talking about, I'm not talking about a 100-yard dash. I'm not talking about uh, a 440 or an 880. I'm not, that, that's not the race I'm talking about. Amen. I'm talking about a race that all of us are in, and it's called the race of life. Therefore, I run with uncertainty. or I, I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who beats the air. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm not shadow boxing. And one of the things, in, in, and he's using different images from the sports world, from the Olympic uh, arena, and uh, what Paul says is that not only is it a race, but it's also a fight. Anybody notice that uh, it's a lot easier to do wrong than it is to do right. It's a lot easier, amen, to do nothing than to get up and do something. Amen. It takes an effort, amen, a sustained effort to build momentum. So he says, therefore I run not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Lest when I preach to others, I myself will become disqualified. And you know what? There's some of us that uh, we, you know, there, there's some who, they're real good at telling other folk what they need to do. Real good at telling other folk what they need to do. But uh, they're not following their own advice. Yes, Hallelujah. I say they're not following their own advice. And you know, interestingly, there are going to be some people that have taken the advice of an individual that wasn't following the advice themselves, and they're going to make it. And the one who gave the advice, you know what the Bible said? The Bible said, if you know to do good and you don't do it, Beat with more, many stripes. Amen. The judgment is greater. Amen. On the one who knows to do good. And, and many times tell other folk how to do good. 
but won't do it themselves. Paul said, I, I, I discipline my body. Amen. And, and, and I bring it into subjection. Lest when I preach to others, I myself should be disqualified. Amen. We're talking today about the law of momentum. Amen. So, uh, you remember I talked about that angry mob with the battering ram? If an angry mob stops on the way to the castle door and then starts up again, they lose their momentum. And probably the door won't open. Anybody ever had to push a car? That, that, that wouldn't, and and you, you know how difficult it is. Uh, well, some of these newer cars are a little bit lighter, but I'm talking about one of those old cars that's made out of real metal. Hey Amen. Anybody ever had to push one of them? And, 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 and when you get ready, when you first start uh, to try to get it to move, you got to lean into it. And, 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 you gotta, and sometimes you got to rock it, amen, and get it to start going. And, and, and once you get it going, it's easier to keep it going. But what happens if you stop? You got to start all over again. Amen. You lose momentum. Amen. Uh, and, 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 and probably you're not going to accomplish what you're trying to do. Well, as I'm comparing natural to spiritual, if you're not consistent, in your walk with God, if you waver back and forth, if you stop and start and stop and start again, you'll have no continuous motion. You'll lose spiritual momentum. And you'll never accomplish what you were called to do or see the blessings and breakthroughs that were meant for you to see. You see, there's some of us that it seems like we go through a cycle. You know, hot, and then we cool off. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, Pastor, I'm here. Anything you need me to do, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm determined. I'm all in. Hot. And then we cool off. And then I'm looking around, I'm saying, have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Have you seen him? Tell me, have you seen him? And then a month or so, a couple months later, uh, then they hot again. And then they're wondering, how come I can't get ahead? Amen. How come, amen, look like I take two steps forward and three steps back? How come it seems like I'm not progressing? How come it seems like I'm not growing? How come the pastor don't call on me to do nothing? I'm, 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 I, 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 want you to be the, I want you to be all you can be. But, but, but I can't trust you until you build some consistency. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. 
talking about the law of momentum. Philippians 3, verses 13 through 14. Again, this is Paul writing to the church at Philippi. He said, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. One thing that uh, it's got to be your mindset. You don't graduate in church. Amen. You, you, you don't graduate. You, you, you don't say, okay, well, uh, uh, I, 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 I'm, you know, I've heard all the sermons, and, and, and I got it, I got it, I got, uh, I, I got all the word I need right now, so I can, I can, I can take off now. I can, amen, I can miss now. It's, it's not important whether I come or not. Amen. Uh, you don't graduate in church. Not, not on this side of the grave. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. That's what he's saying. He said, this is, this is the Apostle Paul. Wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. He said, I never count myself to have made it. Not on this side. But one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind. And reaching forward to those things which are ahead. In other words, I've got a, there's a prize. There's a mark and a prize of the high calling of God. Amen. And I've got to keep continuous motion to keep up my momentum. Amen. Reaching forward for the things that are ahead. I press toward the mark, the goal, the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. It's a press. Amen. It's a press. Uh, I heard one preacher one time, he said, it's a permanent press. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, uh, the law of momentum, if you're going to progress in life, you, you, you know what? Uh, uh, the only way coasting works is if you're going down. That's the only time, amen, it works to coast. If you, if you plan it on going down, you can coast. Amen. But if you plan it on going up, amen, you better press. Hallelujah. And, 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 and uh, I'm, not picking on, I'm, I'm not picking on the young people here, but uh, I'm, I'm just amen, kind of letting you in on it. If you want to be successful, amen, uh, uh, you can't be successful in lazy. Can't be successful in lazy. Amen. Sometimes when our parents ask us to do stuff, we stick our mouth out. We get mad because they tell us to clean up. Amen. They tell us to, amen, do certain things that, and, 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 and you think that they're asking you to do it for them. But really, amen, home should be training ground for success in the future. It's a press. Continuous. Amen. Not starting and stopping. And 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 uh, a church benefits from momentum just like an individual benefits from momentum. And there are ministries that 
Uh, it seemed like we're always having to try to start them over again. Amen. Uh, 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 reorganize them and amen. Get them going and, and, and what have you. And uh, uh, and then we wonder why we're not making any progress. It's about the law of momentum. And I'm here to tell you that uh, there are times when uh, it's not fashionable to be consistent. I'm here to tell you that, amen, there are times when people are not going to pat you on the back all the time when you're consistent. Amen. They're not going to toot the horn for you because you're consistent. Amen. But uh, the key thing is... You're not doing it for their accolade. Amen. You need to be, amen, keeping your eyes on the prize that's set before you. And, and, and it's interesting how God can, can, can begin to work in a life and begin to bless a life of consistency. And when God starts opening doors and making ways and, and, and you start, amen, uh, going up, amen, to other levels... Folk will look at you and say, how'd they get there? Or some will say, oh, they're Johnny come lately. Amen. Who are they? Amen. But they didn't see what you were doing behind the scenes. Hallelujah. The law of momentum. So, what I'm communicating... uh, and, and, and I believe that this is a strategic time for Bethel. Yes. I've been telling you, I, I, I sense a change in the season. Yes. I, 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 God's up to something. Yes. And uh, if some aren't careful, they're going to miss out on what God is getting ready to do. Yes. So I would encourage you, make it your aim now. To become all the more consistent. Say that with me. Consistent. Continuous. And unwavering in your walk with God. You remember when I started out uh, the year talking about get you a journal. And start keeping a record in a journal. Amen. Get you a prayer journal. Those that God begin to give you to pray for. Amen. Write their name down and, and, and what God give you. Amen. And after a while, the more you pray for them, after a while, God will give you a word for them. Amen. God will give you a strategy. Or, amen, uh, 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 you'll see your prayers coming into fruition. Amen. Uh, uh, one uh, in, in, in ways that you had not even imagined. But that's the word today. That's the word for us. Amen. Uh, so let's make it our aim to become all the more consistent. Continuous. Amen. Continuous. You know, there are individuals that they, they wait till the beginning of the year and they say, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to get a gym membership. I did that one year. <laughs> I'm going to get a gym membership. And, amen. I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to start walking. I'm going to start. And, 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 and haven't been doing nothing, hardly. And they break out and start trying to do something and then end up sore and then kind of back up and, you know, I, I ain't, I ain't going to make it to the gym today. I'm not, 
I'm not, I'm going to take a break today. And uh, because it's not continuous, you build that muscle. And, and, and some people, what they try to do is they try to do some big thing. They, they oh, I, I, I'm going to go lift that organ. I, I, not by myself, I ain't. But, but what we need to do is not try to do some big thing to impress somebody, but, but, but be faithful in the small things. Be continuous in the small thing. Amen. Uh, I'm not saying pray two hours, but amen, take out ten minutes a day. If, 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 that, if you can do that, amen, do a good ten. Amen. Don't try to lift an organ. Amen. Get some, get some, get some weights you can handle, but, but be continuous about it. Amen. Something that you'll be able to do on a daily basis. Unwavering. Unwavering. When, when you know that the goal that, that, that is before you, uh, is the, is a good goal. It's, it's a God given goal. Uh, how, how, how many know that God has more for you and better for you than what you're enjoying right now? You know it. Amen. There's something in your core being that says, there's, there's more to it than this. I should be doing better than this. I should be farther along than this. Amen. Maybe you've been stunting your momentum, amen, by starting and stopping. You know what the Bible says over in the book of James? It says uh, about uh, uh, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. What, what, what does it mean, a double-minded man? He, 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 a woman. He, he can't make up his mind. One thing, he's, one minute he, he's here, he's going to do this. Another minute he, well, I ain't going to do that. I'm going to do something else. No, I'm a, a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. And do you know what the scripture says, the, the, the other parts of that verse? Let not that man think he's going to receive what? Anything from the Lord. The law of momentum. Last verse that I want to give you is found in Hebrews 12 and 1. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Paul envisioned that there were saints that had gone on ahead of us. And, and he envisioned that uh, they were... Uh, they recognize that they can't be completed without us. And that they're looking 
back at us or looking down on us and cheering and saying, come on, you can do it. Come on, you can do it. Come on, you can do it. In fact, Hebrews 12, amen, this, I know this is simple, uh, comes right after Hebrews 11 that has the role of faith, the honor role of faith. And it talks about those who uh, uh, didn't let obstacles and trials and, and hindrances and, 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 and uh, didn't let it stop them, but they held on, amen, and they made it by faith. So he says there in Hebrews 12 and 1, Therefore we also, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, need to lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that's set before us. Amen. And, and, and the other thing, we need to, we need to provoke and motivate one another to good works. Amen. We need to provoke one another to good works. I remember an incident when I used to work uh, for uh, Amron in the power plant. We had to, uh, we were what was called the incipient uh, fire protection for the plant. And what that meant was if a fire broke out in the power plant and we were there on duty, we were first in line uh, to try to fight the fire. And, uh, you know, until uh, the other fire uh, uh, departments would get there. And so we had to train. And one of the, uh, we had to go to fire school. And uh, one of the things that I really uh, admire, I admire uh, firefighters. People don't, you know, you see them sitting around the firehouse and stuff like that. You think that it's easy. Being a fireman or a firewoman is not easy. And so we had to train and learn how to use the hoses, those big hoses that the firemen use and, 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 and so forth. And uh, one of the uh, uh, elements of our training was we had to crawl through a smoke trail. And it was a trailer uh, that they filled with smoke and we had to crawl uh, with full, what they call bunker gear. Hat and the bunker gear and the, the, the breathing uh, uh, mass and all of that. We had to put all of that on and crawl through the smoke trailer, and the smoke in that trailer was so thick that when I held my hand up like this, I couldn't even see my hand in front of my face. That's how thick the smoke was. And I remember we were training in that smoke trailer, and I was, and, and there was a guy, uh, we were from soup plant, there were others that were from some other plants, uh, Labity and, and Rush Island, whatever. There were some guys that were from Labrador Plant. They went through the smoke trailer before we did. And uh, they got in there. You had to crawl. And you had to find the dummy and bring the dummy out and turn a valve and what have you. Those guys were crawling in that smoke trailer. And all of a sudden, I heard a guy screaming like a girl. I can't take it no more. Let me out of here. I can't get me out of here. I mean, he was screaming at the top of his lungs. And uh, they had to do emergency evacuation of the smoke and, 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 and literally bring him out in pieces. You know, he, he just had fell apart. And so I saw that happen to him. And then they filled the trailer back up with smoke. And then they told us it was our time to go through. 
And so I crawled through there and started going in there. And, and, and all of a sudden, I stopped. And I looked around like this and couldn't see a thing. And I did my hand like this, and I couldn't see my hand in front of my face. And it was then that I discovered that I'm a little bit claustrophobic. And I could hear the voices in my head saying, you got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. You got to get out of here now. Amen. You, 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 you can't take this. You got to get out of here now. That was the voice I was hearing in my head. But then I heard another voice. And that other voice was the voice of my pride. Uh, and the voice of my pride said, uh-uh. You ain't going out like they just had him go out. Uh-uh. Not going to do it. Amen. I don't care what you got to do to calm down and, and, and get yourself together, but you ain't going out like that. I'm from East St. Louis. I can't go out like that. And I, I was able to get it together, and I started back crawling, found the valve, turned, you know, turned the valve, found the dummy, drug the dummy out. What I thought I was unable to do, my, the voice of my pride provoked me and said, amen, stop, stop, stop uh, stressing. You can do it. Now, keep on moving forward. And I got my, and once I got my momentum back, my movement back, I was able to accomplish the task. Hallelujah. And so what I'm saying, what I'm, what, what I'm trying to communicate is that uh, all of us have our fears. All of us have our issues. All of us have things that, amen, if we're not careful, will stop us in our tracks. Amen. But what I'm also saying is that your brothers and sisters in the Lord, it could be your wife, it could be, amen, your, uh, your, uh, uh, your friend, your, uh, you know, whoever, amen. It, but, but let them be the voice that provokes you. Yes. Not to stop. Yes. Not to give up. Amen. Not to fall apart. Yeah. Amen. But let it be a voice that provoke you and say, come on, you can make it. Yeah. Come on, we're going we, we to do this together. Yeah. Amen. We ain't going out like this. Yeah. Amen. I don't care who else went out. Amen. That's on them. Yeah. Amen. But this is me, and I'm not going out like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that's set before us, looking unto Jesus. Sometimes you won't have a friend. Sometimes you won't have a mate. Amen. Sometimes. All you got is Jesus. But I'm so glad, amen, Stephen helped me to get a glimpse 
to let me know that, amen, when you're going through, Jesus is cheering you. Amen. Stephen, when he had to, amen, stand before an angry mob and, amen, uh, so full of the devil that they were going to stone him to death. Amen. He didn't see the stones, but he saw heaven open up. And he said, I see Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. You see, he went before us. Amen. Uh, uh, He he went ahead of us. Amen. That's why I know we can make it. Amen. With the help of the Lord. So, so, so. If we do this, this will give us the spiritual momentum. And then we'll be able to, amen, then we'll be able to go with that momentum and increase it. And allow it to bring us to higher ground. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm, I'm going higher. Anybody going higher this year? Amen. End of February, amen, this is the time when a lot of folks start dishing Amen. Their resolutions and dishing their goals and thinking that it's going to be the same old, same old. It ain't going to be the same old, same old. Let's go higher. Amen. Let's go higher. Amen. Allow it to bring you to higher ground. Amen. Watch doors open. Watch walls fall. And you will live a life of victory and power and breakthrough that you are always called to live. I hope you got something from the word.